Welcome back to the Oz American Aces NFL podcast. Our weekly NFL podcast bringing all you Oz Americans the latest and greatest in the world of the NFL. Rat, you must be getting sick of me saying that at the start. You probably want me to mix it up, but I don't really care what you think. We've got some big announcements and we've got to start with you and Georgia welcoming Daisy to the world. How are you going, mate? You're a dad. I can't believe you're a dad. How's the body? Are you in sleep? How's the, how's the vibe in the house? Oh, mate, the house is up and about. Uh, second time father, because I'm your daddy. You know that, Tommy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, it's all good, mate. Uh, best feeling ever for those who those who know. You think you you think you're good with your time, or you think you utilise your time pretty well until this uh, your child comes into into the world. Uh, she's a week old today. Um, yeah, loving it. She's been home for a couple of days now, and and then she's the best, mate. So thank you. We're we're stoked. Oh, stoked for you, mate. It's awesome. And um, love the name, Daisy. Beautiful name. You've, uh, you're have more you're more creative than I thought, mate. I thought you'd be a basic, you know, plain Jane type operator, but you've got a great name. Well done. Um, no, nah, it's good to hear. Well, we missed you last week, mate. Me and Ads were seeing them the opposite of beach balls, I reckon. It was a tough week last week. Um, and uh, yeah, great to have you back. I think it might have to be you and Ad soon if I keep going like I did last week. But uh, I was seeing him well for about four weeks straight last week, a bit of a, I just didn't get near it. Uh, and my fantasy's all over. For everyone in fantasy playoffs as well, congratulations, you've survived. The Osmerican Aces, we've lost um, We've lost six. And me and the Rat are in the, in the toilet bowl, unfortunately. We're not in the contending uh, top six. It's pretty devastating considering uh, there was a couple of opportunities there and I've lost to the two bottom teams the last two weeks who are now scoring 140 pluses every week. It's a cruel game, isn't it, Fantasy, right? Oh, it's a cruel game, mate. And just on last week's games, I'm glad that I wasn't on the pod because I crunched the results at the end of the round and I reckon 14, I would have got four uh, match winners right. It was, it was for my... Like through my lens, I had genuine round for upsets, mate. So I was looking through every team that I would, most teams that I would have picked got done. So I'm glad I wasn't on last week because it wouldn't have been one uh, for the listeners to get on board. It was a bit like that. It's, it's, it's very, yeah, I, that's what I felt as well. And kind of saw him well, but didn't, you know, like I thought Stefan Diggs has to have a big game for the Bills to win, tip the Bills. But Diggs was quiet. And then uh, the same thing with the Jets, really liked the Jets and thought, well, Stroud has to throw. 200, 250. I know their defense is great, but they'll play from behind. And, you know, Zach Wilson got the chocolates, threw 300, two TDs. They won easy. And Stroud, I think he threw for 80 and got concussed. Like it was just one of those ones, nothing was, everyone was getting banged up. Um, Justin Jefferson, he goes out with a chair. There's just a lot of injuries and a lot of upsets. So anyway, we're, we're here to talk about the week, uh, week 15. And, what a week it's going to be. We've got all the teams back, uh, Arizona and Washington, on by last week. A lot of a lot, a lot of games to get through, but I must say, this this we're getting this podcast recording on Thursday night, so we'll see how we go. But we'll talk about the first game, the primetime game. Chargers 5-8 and eight playing the Raiders 5-8. and eight. I don't think there's much going on here. I think these teams need to win every game to, to qualify. But I'm hearing Keenan Allen will be out. I'm hearing Jacobs is questionable. Adams is questionable. This game has uh, Herbert out as well, so you've got Eastern Stick at QB, and then you and then you got Aiden O'Connell at QB for the Raiders, who put up zero points last week. This could be dog shit once again. It's just 
<laughs> the, the NFL this year has been disappointing on primetime. And, oh, man, the Raiders not scoring in, the, in at home last week. you got to think they're drawing some plays up. But if Jacobs and Adams are out and this defense has improved, it's going to be a tough one, right? I don't want to spend too much time on it. But what do you like in this one? Mate, the only thing I like would be the total points under. I don't even know what the line is yet, but I'll take that. Um, I'm unsure how Staley still has a job. I know they're five and eight and there's four rounds to go. I can't believe there's only four rounds to go in the regular season, but they're probably thinking if they can finish nine and eight, potentially get a wild card spot. But the way they've been playing um, and now with Herbert out and Allen out, as you're saying, I've, it's just a point unders for mine. And that's that's all I can really see happening. Yeah, love it. I think if Adams is out, turn to Myers, turn to Renfro. Renfro had a really good week last week. On his, you know, for his standards, he's never had, never had, he's only had 40 plus yards once this year and then last week made it twice. So his last three games, 42, 38, 46. But before that, he hadn't had more than 32 on the year. In fact, he'd only been in the 30s once. So he'd been ice cold all year. So he's the only one I like. Um, and I don't know who this, I haven't seen Easton stick under center, um, even though he come in and threw 179 against Denver last week for 54% snap share. He might be one that might be a smoky for some yards, but uh, he did palm up. He did, he did link up with Quinton Johnson who had his best game, 91 yards on just four uh, targets and three catches. But mate, yeah, let's, let's move on. Who are you tipping unders and who's going to win? It's, it's, uh, it's in Vegas. Uh, Vegas win, mate. Ooh, nice. Okay, I'll take I'll take Vegas as well. I think their defense is pretty pretty good with Crosby there. Let's move on to the Vikings, who also just dropped Dobsey. Dobsey back to worrying about being. Oh, it's a cruel world, isn't it? It's a cruel, it's a cruel world. world. They've been saying he's the best thing since last bread, and then has two stinkers, and now they hate him. But uh, the guy that I want to talk about is Jay Browning from the Bengals. He is looking unbelievable. Two seventy five, two touchdowns, one pick last week. And they've got this running back who, now that my season's over, I don't care too much. But Chase Brown, the rookie run, running back, I don't know if you've watched him live, right? But he is electric. He had 80, reception, uh, 80 receiving yards last week and a touchdown. And when he gets the ball, if you give him a little bit of space, he's lightning quick. And he's kind of helping Mixon. Mixon's like the Tony Pollard of 2022. Like he's just, when he gets the ball, he's explosive. He gets goal line. Um, I'm loving the Bengals. I think they're going well, even though Burrow's not playing. They they look good. What do you think? Yeah, mate. Uh, they look really good. I, I really like what they're doing. As you mentioned, Browning last fortnight, he's been electric. Uh, the quarterback change is a bit worrying for the Vikings and Justin Jefferson's health as well. He'd come off with a hamstring niggle, I think it was. Uh, it was his chest. It was, his, it was chest. his chest, was it? Yeah, yeah. He hurt his chest. It looked like a kidney blow, but they called it chest. He went back with the flight down the middle of the field and yeah, it says he's questionable, um, which is a massive issue for, you know, Josh Dunkley and Adam Talor in our fantasy league. But no doubt a lot of people have probably got him in their leagues for finals. And you're thinking, if he doesn't play, like, it could ruin your season. Like, what? It's just a, it's, it's going to be an interesting one, that one. Yeah, there's just too much going on on the Vikings side for mine. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Going with the Bengals at home here to beat the Vikings. Big game, both teams seven and six. And with the AFC wide open, if the Bengals win this, they are, they, you know, they're right up there. So uh, they won't catch the my boys, the Ravens, but this is a big game for both the Vikings and the Bengals. 
Just on the Viking side, Madison was questionable. He had an ankle, missed practice Wednesday. Chandler would be the backup. Um, but with Nick Mullen starting uh, with the uh, with Dobbsy out, I didn't see much of Mullins last week. I, you know, he had 83 yards, 13 attempts for nine completions. But, you know, when I used to watch him, he wasn't that bad. I, I'm going to tip the Bengals at home like you. Let's move on to the Steelers, seven and six, taking on the Colts, seven and six. Now, I know I had a – I think we, me and you, have been talking about the Steelers all year. I do not rate them, and their, their true colours have started to shine the last couple of weeks. They've lost – to two of the worst football sides in the NFL. Their offense, it's it's hard to watch. Their defense has been leaking as well, and the Colts are coming off a loss. Uh, This one is indoors at the Colts. What do you think is going to happen here? Because Mitch Trubisky has been told he is starting, um, and and he gets another opportunity, which was confirmed by Mike Tomlin. What do you like? Well, I think the Colts can win this one at home, mate, especially with Trubisky at quarterback. For the Steelers, we know how good the Steelers' defense is, but I think Gardner Minshew, he he has been known to turn it on. He's having a ridiculous amount of pass attempts. He's averaging 40 pass attempts the last three starts. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go uh, the Colts to win at home. And then it's just been money for jam. Uh, Porter Jr. receptions. Uh, he's had, the last six weeks, he's had 8, 11, 10, 8, 8, 8. His line usually sits at 7.5. So you, got... you say Porter Jr. You're thinking about the Denver Nuggets. Oh, sorry, sorry. Michael <laughs> Pittman Jr. Sorry, sorry. Michael Pittman Jr. That's the one. Michael Pittman Jr. There. So he's going at 8, 8, 8, 10, 11, 8. So I had a little go at him last week and he saluted. He, he, he's getting that many looks at it and he's just got to catch a thing. So... I reckon their recipe for success is Pittman um, receptions, Moss, anytime touchdown, and uh, the Colts to win. What do you reckon? Yeah, like it. Um, My attention, unfortunately, keeps going to Zach Moss. He gets a good matchup this week. He was really disappointing last week. He was one of my best bets. I apologize to the Aces. He actually scored a touchdown, and it was a hold on on the play, like a tiny one. I watched it. It was nothing in it. They were so bad with their penalties last week, the Colts. I think it cost them the game. Oh, he gets a good matchup. The, mate, Pittsburgh has been really poor. Like, if you think about Pittsburgh, the last couple of weeks, they've, you know, they played this, they played the Patriots last week. And I don't know if you watched the game, but Ezekiel Elliott, he had 68 yards rushing and he had 72 reception um, receiving yards. And then if you go to the week prior to that, I'm pretty sure they got done by Arizona. They did. And the guy that beat them was Connor. Connor went for 105 and two touchdowns on the ground. Now, Connor, that is his old team. He might've had a bit of inspiration to play there, but mate, that is, that's two pretty average teams. I don't think the Patriots had scored more than 10 points in three weeks before going into that game. So I I can't see them turning it around just this week. They would have turned it around last week. So I think, Moss is the man this week. He has to be the man. He's been really flat the last three weeks. He's his yards, he's he's touched, he's there's been non-existent and he's been getting enough carries. So I know you're saying they're throwing on the ball, but if the Colts can get an early lead, I reckon Moss can get to work on the ground, especially because your man Pittman. I'm gonna stay away from the Steelers. I don't like Mitch Trubisky. He really annoys me. You you should know him better than anyone. Being a Bears supporter, he's inconsistent and loves throwing a pick. I think the Colts at home will get this one done. So we'll move on. But big game, both teams, seven and six. And can Mike Tomlin continue his 500-plus streak since 2002? Well, this game will be massive for that. Let's move on to the Broncos, who are seven and six, taking on the Lions, 
Nine and four, but I'll give you the red hot tip. The Lions are not going too well. Their defense is leaky, leaky, leaky. And they, you know, last week, they're another example. I, you know, you have a little go at them, but the Bears smoked them, kept them to 13 points. By the way, the Bears defense looking very good lately and scored 28 on them. I reckon the Lions have been given up 30, 30, 30 points every single week. You watch them. So what do they do against the Broncos? You know, this could be a real average game to watch considering if their defense has come to life. What do you think? Yeah, you're right, mate. I hope Jared Goff turn, turns it around this week. I love him. Uh, what do you have last week? Uh, he had 35 pass attempts for only 161 yards and two picks. I hope they get it going. We know their target beast is Amon Ra St. Brown. He had eight last week for only three catches. So they just haven't been too efficient on offense here. And we know Denver's defense has held up the last couple of weeks. So... I reckon Denver get this one done, even though it's at Detroit, which I don't want to say. I'd really like to see Detroit get rolling again on the way into the playoffs because everyone loves the the Lions here and Dan Campbell in their head coach. Jameer Gibbs looks great. I reckon he gets in regardless of the result. Uh, although I think Denver wins. So I'll have Jameer Gibbs to get over and Denver to win. I'll tell you who I haven't had a bet on all year. Cortland Sutton. He's scored a touchdown in every game bar three. And I continually go, nah, he can't do it again next week. And he just keeps doing it. He's had 60-plus yards, four games in a row, and he's had a touchdown in three of his last four. But he's, he's actually got 10 tutties. He's got 10 tutties. He's been a touchdown machine. He is the man. I saw one thing I did see was Jerry Judy dropped a touchdown pass last week. It was a big ball. But I haven't – Like, let me just flip the switch here. Like, Jerry Judy, he's had one touchdown, which come in week eight against Kansas City. And he's – He's, he's hot and cold, but you know what? He was cold last week. Normally, if you go by his pattern, he goes for 50 yards the next week. He's the one that, like, talk about being due. He's been more than due. Um, back to Montgomery as well. His streak ended. He had scored a touchdown in every game that he played more than, um, you know, majority of the game. I think he got injured in week five, six. So we'll scrap that one. But he'd had a touchdown in every other game he played. Did not score last week. So you think he gets going and has a, not a bad matchup. Mate, I'm just going to tip the Lions because I don't really rate the Broncos' offense. And if Satan goes to um, uh, Amon Ra St. Brown, then so be it. But they've got a guy called Laporta. They've got a catching back in Gibbs. They've got Reynolds, Williams, Raymond. I, I think I think Goff can, can get it done. I, I don't think the Broncos are that good. But... Yeah, I just hope it's more exciting than slow and, and you know, the unders. What what do you think? Yeah, look, I want Detroit to win. I want Detroit to win, but I just, they're not going good enough for my liking. I reckon the Broncos can get him in an arm wrestle. Love it. Well, let's move on because it's not that exciting. And again, very hard game. I wouldn't be touching too much of that one. The next game's very average. Falcons taking on the Panthers. You think the Falcons will get it done? Um this one is at the Panthers. I just, you know what? I'll talk about the quarterback, Ritter. Uh, sorry, I'll talk about Bryce Young. I've been really disappointed in him. I think we're very judgmental of the quarterbacks that go pick one. But his last four weeks, he's gone for 123 passing yards, 194, 178, and 137. Now, Rat, they've trailed in every single game. He hasn't gone for 200 yards since week eight. This week against Atlanta, he gets a green light because they're pretty good against the run. 
I keep thinking he's going to do something. He hasn't shown me anything. The only thing I liked last week was a little shimmy when he went on a little bit of a run and he got himself some yards. But I know his wide receiver room's trash. They can't get split. I get that. But I just think if you pick one, you've got to show more than that, don't you think? I agree, mate, especially when you see what Stroud's doing. Look, I'm, I'm not a bloody offensive line specialist or anything, so I can't crunch all those numbers for you and tell you what's actually happening. But it's, it's actually the polar opposite, isn't it? It's just chalk and cheese. Um, all the, the few reports come out the last fortnight that they're actually just kicking themselves, the Panthers, at what they gave up. Draft pick was uh, first round draft picks next year, where it seems like Bears will get pick one, and then they've pick Bryce Young over CJ Stroud that could set yourself up for a decade. It just doesn't look too good. So what I did, what I did like last week was, and what I will be taking in this game is Bryce Young rushing yards over because it's the only way they're getting yards when he just bailed out on plays and got a couple 10-yard gains and got the first down. So I'll be going Atlanta to win, Bijan to score, and Bryce Young uh, rushing yards over there for a little same gamer, I reckon. Yeah, nice, mate. Nice. Watching the game live, um, I thought Miles Sanders looked great. I think he deserves to get back to the starting role. 74 yards off 10 carries and had a big carry there. But I think he's he is a good he is a good running back. I don't think, you know, I, I do I still think Chuba Hubbard is a is a good running back as well. And he's been producing good numbers. I mean, they're running the ball so much. Like Hubbard had 23 attempts for 87, and then obviously Sanders had 10 attempts. That's 33 attempts to a team that's losing. There's a reason why Bryce Young isn't part like getting the passing yards because he's only having, you know, what he had last week. Oh, he had 36 attempts, mate. That's just a lot of ball being going nowhere. You know what I mean? I, I, I've just been so. If you're a Panthers fan, it's hard to watch. Anyway, what I want, I need to shed some light on is Drake, Drake London last week. He had the match up. We spoke about it. He had eight yards coming into the game. He went for 172. That's his record. 11 targets for 10 catches and my boy Pitsy finally got over for a tutty look when they go to London and Pitts they look good even though they lost the game I just don't know why they don't do it more often I like what you said Robinson for a tutty and uh yeah look Atlanta win that game and just hope I just hope they let Bryce Young just sling the ball and I don't know I just want to see him get over 200 yards even 300 it can't be that hard um when you're trailing every single game to have a passing day uh but you know, right? We'll, uh, we'll have to wait for it. And uh, if there's a time to do it, it's probably not this week. Falcons, pretty good defense. Righto. The Bears taking on the Browns. Five and eight, eight and five. The one thing about this game is I reckon they've both got great defense. And if I look at the offense, Joe Flacco versus Fields, very different quarterbacks. Uh, I reckon on the road... With the way the Bears are playing, I reckon they're tough enough to get the upset against a really banged up Browns. I say that because they're banged up. They've had a lot of injuries. I saw a graphic today. It's been a really disappointing year in terms of injuries for them. And I just reckon, yeah, Joe Flacco's, you know, he's been quite impressive. He's had his 254 and two touchdowns in week 13. Then he's had 311 and three tutties last week against Jacksonville. But the Jacksonville Jaguars, they gave up a lot of yards the last couple of weeks. I reckon the Bears' defense are playing at an exceptional level. I think they've got a lot of pieces back. And if you take their last three weeks, I reckon they're building. And I reckon they don't need to score too much. I reckon they only need two or three touchdowns in this game. And with DJ Moore and Mooney and that running back room, I reckon they can get it done. Komet, what do you think? Yeah, I agree um, wholeheartedly with you, mate. Like, 
the bookies don't like the bookies have them at two dollars forty. So it's still good money, but I reckon that's that's best odds for upset of the week here. I really like what they've been doing. And mate, the last two weeks we spoke a couple of weeks back on what do they do with fields, and I'm just reading a few things here and there, and like he's playing pretty good. Um, he's playing pretty good, and who knows what he could do with a few more weapons. I know Cleveland's D is one of the best defenses in the comp. I reckon it's going to be a genuine arm wrestle. Um, I might jump on the Bears with you here. I don't know what's going to go on play performance-wise. It could be a bit of an arm wrestle. Um, but, yeah, I'll go I'll go the Bears with you, mate. I really like what they've done the past fortnight. One thing last two games, just, sorry. One thing I'm noticing is your boy, Justin Fields, he's running a lot. So the last three weeks, he's ran for 58 last week, 59 the week before, and 104 the week before that. Majority of the season, he's, thrown, he's run for... I think he's run for 45 plus every game except for two. But with Cleveland being great defense, I reckon he's going to be scrambling a little bit. Um, you know, you just can't trust him, though. That's the only thing. That's the only knock I've got on him. And if you look at the numbers, Flacco has been good. So we can't just say, oh, Joe Flacco, you know, he's not going to do that again. Well, his numbers are pretty good. Anyway. Let's monitor it. But if you're going to go anywhere, one how, player... How crazy is that, that this bloke, this 38-year-old, can just stay ready and then come in and play better than half the quarterbacks that have been playing the whole year? It's just outrageous. Mate, it sums up the NFL. Mate, PJ Walker, right? I thought he was all right. They just sacked him and got Flacco in and said, happy day. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow. I thought PJ Walker was definitely going to start. They're like, nah. So clearly that Flacco must be like training the house down as well. There's a reason why. And he's played well. He's played well. So... um. Yeah, just monitor it. One thing that I was I said on the podcast last week that Elijah Moore was his was his go to man um, at the Jets. He liked him, and then obviously they they got that relationship. Last week it hurt me. He only had three catches for forty two yards. I thought I took him over the three and a half receptions, um, but I think he's more of a yards play, and he's had forty. He's had 40-plus five weeks in a row. Now, I know you and everyone listening know that I love this guy. He is a good player, but I reckon they're going to put a lot of work into into Cooper, and I reckon it might be a little – just a nice little game for him, considering if we think they're going to be playing from behind or closer than we think. So just uh, – that's my little sneaky one there, right? I'll be taking that one as a proppy. Uh, mate, I'm going to tip the Bears. Just uh, I just think there could be an upset here. Browns are 8-5. I thought they looked pretty good lately, but I reckon Bears have been solid on defense, and I reckon they might be able to get a Flacco pick six. What do you think? Yeah, I'll jump on with you, mate. Why not? Right, our next game, Buccaneers 6-7. and seven. This is – this. Oh, there's a few more games. There's going to be a lot of games here at uh, 5 a.m. Actually, hang on, Rat. We've got a couple games on Sunday. Did you know that? Sunday, December – What's going? Is that right? I just let me just. I need to make. Yeah, we got two. Is that Sunday Australian time? We got three. Wait, one, two, three. We got three. We got three games. Sunday. Wow! How dare I not announce that? But that's like (laughs) Christmas comes early. Vikings. My mates want me to meet meet them at the pub for the UFC. They're kidding themselves. I'll be watching this. This. Oh my goodness! Vikings. Bengals. At 5 a.m., Steelers Colts 8.30 and Broncos Lions at 12.15. Christmas has come early. I was wondering why there's so many games at 5 a.m., but I just scrolled up and it said 12.15. That is amazing. But anyway, let's get back on track here, Rap, but that has just got me up and about. I won't be able to sleep tonight. I'm that excited. Righto, here we go. Buccaneers 6-7 and seven, taking on the Packers 6-7. and seven. The bloody Packers, I won't swear, but they cost me a multi last week. I needed them to win. 
And I also needed Dylan to get seven yards for a huge collect. And I didn't get it because they got beat by Tommy DeVito, who I don't mind. But the Packers, unbelievable. Now, they go back home. They get the cold weather. Baker Mayfield's been solid. I reckon Baker Mayfield's been underrated this year. He's been really impressive. That win last week was massive. This game is massive. This is These two teams are fighting and scrapping. And because the Packers lost last week, this means even more. Now, without Watson, I didn't like them. Um, he misses practice again. I don't reckon he'll play. I'll watch the game live. Watson's hammy. He looked bad. Like, if you've done a soft tissue, there's no way knowing you're coming back in a week or two when you do what he did. He was running a bloody jet sweep and went down and grabbed his legs. It's got to be a bad one. Anyway, what I think Aaron Jones has been limited at uh, Wednesday's practice. Watch that one. But, mate, it's pretty simple with Baker Mayfield. It's white. Evans, Goblin in the slot, Otten gets a couple catches, but Evans is his main target and White can do it all in the backfield, catching, running. What do you think? Yeah, back to reality for Green Bay last week, mate, against the Giants. Their defense uh, got a hold of Jordan Love there. Oregon Tampa win this one and White gets over. Just keep it pretty simple. What do you reckon? Well, I go back to my mail last week and the week before that and the years before that. The Buccaneers have amazing run day. They've always had good run day, right? So Jordan Love, if you look at his stats, he's gone for like, let me read out his last five weeks. Again, ten, week 10 against Pittsburgh, amazing, you know, pretty good D, red light on, on sleeper. 289 and two and two. So he had two picks, but he had 289 passing yards. Then you go to the Chargers, 322 and two touchdowns, zero picks. Detroit, 268, three touchdowns. Kansas City, pretty good defense. He went for 267 in the cold and three touchdowns. Now Watson did play. And then last week, 218 and just the one touchdown pass, which was late and a pick. This week, he gets Tampa Bay, green light. Dylan was pretty average last week running the ball. I really like him for 250 and two touchdowns. I think he'll be throwing the ball. I reckon they'll be aggressive. And the guy that he goes to a lot, I think he's got a bromance with Jaden Reed. He threw it to him 10 times, even though he only went for 20. Believe it or not, he went for eight catches and only 27 <laughs> yards, averaging 3.38 yards per catch. He had a jet sweep, though, that got him the touchdown. But he has been his guy. And obviously, you know, Dobbs and Wicks, they're the guys that you're looking at because all the rest of them are out. I think this is a Packers win. I think Packers won to 13. I think um, Mikey Evans... Touchdown, and I reckon that I will be backing Jordan Love two fifty and two passing yard, two passing touchdowns. I've got no idea who he's going to pass him to, but I reckon he can get him in the air. What do you think? Uh, yeah, mate, I reckon Tampa win, and I like that read receptions, but I'll go White to get over as well. Love it. We're going to disagree. Let's move on. Jets five and eight, looking good. Wilson, hey, can we just give him a pat on the back? I felt for the bloke. I. I love what Aaron Rodgers did, going out to bat for him. I know a lot of people disagree with Aaron Rodgers, but I love what he does. We're in the media landscape. We've got a positive angle on the things I think we do here at Oz American Aces. And, you know, he just, he says it how it is. He said the organization treated it pretty poorly. There's some leakage in the room. We need to find out where it is. But um, Zach understands that he's got a few things to work on. And, and he's just matured, I reckon, this year. If you watch his press conferences and the way he's, his attitude is and, for him to come out and the Jets to be 0-0 with the Texans at halftime and then to score 30 points in the second half and him to throw 300 yards and two touchdown passes, which let us let me just keep this real with you all. Like he hasn't thrown 300 
all year. The most he had thrown was 263, and he only thrown two touchdowns once. And he also used his, um, you know, and he didn't throw a pick. It was an unbelievable performance. And you got to pat the bloke on the back. Like, it's, you, you, there's a future there. If, if he can get an offensive line in front of him and they can back him in, and Aaron Rodgers clearly backs him in, that's why I reckon he's got the confidence. I just thought it was an amazing performance, especially against the Houston Texans side that's been pretty good. I know Stroud went down late, but that Jets defense, if they get the offense going, they could win a lot of football games. Um, so yeah, pat on the back to him. But anyway, we've got a game to play, and it's the Dolphins nine and four coming off a bad loss, mate. Can you just touch on Tyreek Hill? What's going on there? A, a lot of people, uh, he missed practice. He's got the ankle, but he's come back on the game. Like, how do you go out of the game and then come back in the game after you've cooled? Mate, I just, it's so funny. I just read something there, and he goes, "I texted my wife. I was like, this shit hurts." So this must have been in a half time. He goes, "I texted my wife. I was like, this shit hurts." I need an ankle massage tonight. And she's like, you better get your ass back in that game, dog. And he goes, I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> There's just no way. Bro, he, obviously we all had a bet on him. I had him for 100. I, I was devastated. I know you got him in fantasy. I think the whole world had two of yards and Miami to win. And, mate, he just proved to me that he's an MVP candidate. Because as soon as he went out of the game, they could not do anything. They had weapons everywhere. They had A chain, Mostert, Waddle. They got their tight end. They got they got the you yeah. know the field the, the field closes up for him when he's not out there. Everything closed up. They could not do a thing, and that's against the Titans, whose secondary is pretty average. I think I respect the Titans. I think they're a tough organization. They're well coached, but mate, they looked horrific. And then when he come back, everything opened up again, and they were just using him as a dummy most of the time. Um, he caught a couple of balls. He got sixty eight. Um, yeah, he's a beast, but I just, he's amazing athlete. He's one of my favorites to watch. I hope his ankle's fine. That horse collar tackle really pissed me off. Um, but yeah, uh, just, just gobsmacked that he come back. Like at the, I think it was like two minutes to go in the third or something. I'm like, what the fuck? Why wouldn't you just come out at the start of the third? If you're in pain or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand anyway. Yeah, I thought he was done. But last time he played the Jets here, uh, we were talking about how their secondary and source gardener might get a hold of him. And this was in New York. We know how well they play at home. Um, so at New York, he went for, he had 12 targets, nine receptions, 100 yards and a tutty. So they were able to maneuver him around the field and get some great looks with him still, uh, deep balls through the guts. So I still reckon he's going to have a great day, especially down, down at home. We know what they like to do, chuck him on the hot sideline. We talk about it all the time and cook him up. So... Mate, it, it hasn't it's worked it's worked quite well. We've spoken about when Miami do actually win. It's Tyreek Hill over his receiving yards and Mostert anytime touchdown scorer. So we went for two last week, one the week before, two the week before that. So it's a recipe for success, mate. And you usually get about four bucks on that and it's taken at home most times they win. So that's what I'm gonna do again. I'm worried about this game. I, I just you know, ankles are hard. And unless he's taping that thing up and they got him running deep, just straight routes which they, you know, not straight routes, but just not doing too much twisting and turning. I just know that that ankle, it's, you get one tweak and he's out, the game can change. And that Jets defense is legit. Their defense is so fucking good. Um, oh, you'd think in Miami, maybe that heat does get to them. Oh, obviously going to tip Miami here. I just hope like Tyreek Hill's all right. And yeah, I mean, if he's not all right, you'd think they're going to draw a few more plays up for Waddle. Waddle had a pretty good day. Had his usual eight targets, but uh yeah, you'd think two would have bounced back and 
It might be done on the ground, man. A chain and most of it. Like the, the Jets run D hasn't been the best. It's the pass D that's really good. So yeah, I like your little your little uh your little model there. And one thing that I reckon it's worth just talking about, but I thought A Chain's usage last week was low. He only had the seven carries for 47 yards. He had 6.71 yards per carry, right? And he had 30, he had 24 receiving yards off nine um, nine targets. They were behind. But let me just remind everyone, I reckon there's a method to the madness. It does say he's questionable with a toe and missed practice. So that might be one reason. But the second reason was maybe they were saving him because of the short turnaround. I don't know. I know most it's a really good running back and so is A-Chain. But let's just monitor that one. I, I don't know how serious that toe is. But most it got a lot more work last week and was clearly the lead back and got the got goal line. So, yeah. Yeah, most has got 16 tutties on the season, mate. So I don't think they'll be changing too much up. No, nah, no, nah, you, you're right. I'm going to be uh, looking at most it. And I think Garrett Wilson's probably... Or he, actually, Garrett Wilson will get... Howard Warren. So yeah, this you think Miami to respond. They were very disappointing late last week. Let's go to the uh, Chiefs taking on the Patriots. This one's uh, at the Patriots. Bill Belichick in the headlines this week, right? There are rumors that it might be the end for Bill Belichick in New England, and uh, also maybe in the NFL. What do we know about the Patriots' exit plan? Well, we're not sure, and there's rumors that he was going to go to the Chargers. What do you think is going to happen with Bill Belichick before we talk about his horrific football team, even though they played well last week against the Steelers? No idea, mate. I'm unsure whether someone would want to, because he's going to come with a massive contract, right? It'd be similar to, um, what's a bloke that went to the the Raiders? Um, what's his name? Uh, the redhead, um, the quarterback guy that used to run. Um, anyway. Gruden. John Gruden. He's gonna, yeah, Belichick's going to get a 10-year deal somewhere, mate, if he's to if he's to coach somewhere. So I just don't think with what's happened since Tom Brady has left that anyone is actually going to commit 10 years to Belichick. You've seen it time after time with what Brady did when he left. And then what's happened since Brady has left at uh, new England. I just, I think it's coming out a bit of the proof. I reckon they worked really well together, but now that it's just built big bill, I don't think it's going too well. So I don't reckon anyone would give him the massive deal. What do you reckon? Yeah, and I also, I don't mean to be rude here, but he's very old. And I don't think, like, 10 years, man, like, I don't think this bloke's got 10 years in him, you know, to be coaching at a high, like, like, at a high level, you know? Like, just, he's he's getting on. And I really like the younger coaches. I think it's a new era. You look at the Houston Texans coach. Um, I really like Sean McVay. Like, I just think that that energy and that, that youth insides, they connect more. You can even look at the way it's done now, the Raiders with their head coach versus McDaniels, you know, just different models, different, it's a different, you know, it's just the way it is. You know what it's like in your locker room. Like the young guys coming through these days, they're not like what we were like and we weren't like the guys that were in front of us. Like it's a different era. And I just don't know about a long-term deal. Look, the Chargers need something, but is he the answer? Well, you know, going off his record without Tom Brady, I'd rather wait two more years, sack the coach you got now, get another one in, and just see if Tom Brady wants to coach because he'd be a better answer than doing him for 10 years. Um, anyway, that's my take. I, I, uh, I don't really, I don't really, you know, if you, if you listen to podcasts and you listen to um, expatriates or players that have played at multiple clubs, they really enjoy their relationships in the locker room, but I don't think they've got a great thing to say about 
that, that it's 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 a very tough environment is what they say they say it's not like the other ones it's very you know structured and it's you just you don't have any fun and everything you know which we know like good cultures a lot of sacrifice but it doesn't have to be that way um and i just don't know if, if can you imagine like bill going to la like you know just changing the kid up wearing teeth like i just i don't know i don't know he's uh he looked like he looks like he's really comfortable in the media i saw him on um was it college game day last week? He put the helmet on. He, I reckon he'd be better off just going in the media, wouldn't you? I just think he's Yeah, you're it. right. I reckon that that might have been a little – that's a smart play by Bill, especially having a bit of fun on there that people don't usually see. Yeah. I reckon now with what's happened this week, I reckon they'll they'll start swarming in, mate. I reckon he'd be fantastic. And he's very dry. I think he's an interesting man. He's a very successful man. He's one of the greatest to do it. Um, and, and I think in the media, in the, like in that booth, it'd be less stressful. He'd enjoy, he could go live in California like he wants to. I think that's what's going to happen. But with, you know, we're all just guessing now. Um, let's go to the game. Chiefs lost last week. Mahomes is filthy. Tony's toe is on the line. They call him toe knee. I don't know if you've seen the memes going around. The big toe <laughs> knee is in the media for all these memes. It's been quite, it's been quite funny. But also I watched that game and I had money on the bills. And I wanted that to be a touchdown because I wanted Josh to go back down the field and see if he could do what they did in that AFC championship game, you know, you know, when they had not long to go and they went up and down for three touchdowns or whatever it was. I think that the Chiefs are going to just go bang and set the tone this week. They have to, um, and we might see a real struggle for the Patriots. That's what I think. What do you think? Yeah, I reckon they smoke it, mate. Not too many play performances to really jump out because I just reckon it's going to come from everywhere. Yeah, it's one of those ones where just Mahomes will just check it down. McKinnon was the one, but we got to monitor Pacheco. He missed with a shoulder. He remi- he remained um, on the sidelines Wednesday and didn't practice. So you just got to monitor that. But I really like McKinnon. He got goal line as well. But Rashi Rice is your one. Is your one. The one that I reckon, you know what? Aces exclusive. I might even put him in our best bets. I would not be surprised if Kadarius Tony gets a touchdown this week. A jet sweep. They find him the ball. I, I listened to Travis Kelsey with his brother on New Heights. He was talking about how um, KT's his dog and how he's going to do the play again and how he loves him and anyone coming for him, like, that's my man. Lay off him. Like, it was a real nice, supportive message. Great teammate Kelsey must be. And I just think that... They're a, they're a strong team. I don't think Mahomes has ever ratted anyone out. You've got to, I, I, you know, obviously Mahomes carried on like a bit of a pork chop like we all would when we lose on the line like that and ruins one of the best plays ever because of that shit call that they rarely call. But um, I would not be surprised, Rat, if they can get a play for Tony, a little jet sweep near the goal line. I, I reckon it might be a little Tony touchdown week. So just a little one there for you. What do you think? Mate, that, that's a great call. Back your boy up. Get him, get him hyped up in the media. Everyone feeling good about him. I reckon that's a great shout. The old uh, emotive bet, mate. I love it. Yeah, that's it. i got nothing for you on the other side except for Zeke looked good and he goes up against the Kansas City Chiefs who last week who last week they um played the Bills and I thought Cook was outstanding receiving. He was getting a lot of the ball from Josh Allen, a lot of broken plays, and they just weren't expecting it. So, yeah, you've got to think they might be preparing for that this week because Zeke did go for 70-odd in the air. Um, and, yeah, like I said, but Cook did go for 5.8 yards per carry. He only had the 10 attempts, but, yeah, 83 receiving yards and a touchdown off five car- uh, five um, catches. 
be interesting to see what happens there. But Zeke receiving yards will be the only prop I reckon I like on New England. Righto, mate, we're moving through here. There's a lot of games. Everyone listening, we must say, we really appreciate it. We hope you're enjoying the show. If you've got any feedback, you can go on Spotify and you can write a little comment and we can read it, um, whether you want bite sizes or you want us to bang them out. But for people that reach out during the week, we had a few comments saying they love the NFL and they want more, and we're working on that. So thank you. Um, righto, let's keep moving, though. We've got a few more games to get through. Before I move through, did you just give me a tip? You said Chiefs easy, right? Chiefs easy, mate. Giants 5-8, and eight, Saints 6-7. and seven. I don't really rate either of these sides. Uh, the Giants have been on a bit of a hot streak. I really, if you're going to talk about quarterbacks, I would take DeVito over Carr. Carr makes me sick. I've got no, he just does not motivate me. I've said it all year. He always complains after he misses a pass or like he went for 119 passing yards last week and two tutties. And I think they got the chocolates, but it was against Carolina. If it wasn't for Kamara, I do not know what he would be doing. He honestly, yeah, he, he frustrates me. Gets a pretty good matchup this week. Um, I reckon I might even just back in the Giants because I just can't have the Saints. Oh, that's only emotion. I wouldn't touch this game. If you've got fantasy in this, it could get ugly, except for Saquon Barkley, who had a massive week last week. 20 carries, 86 yards, two touchdowns. He was enormous. What do you think? Mate, I'm right with you. Derek Carr, for those exact reasons as well, carries on like an absolute pork chop. Like every mistake isn't his own. It just shits me and then... Comes down, gets on the back of Kamara's good work. He's about to get sacked and just dumps one off and then lets Kamara do the work. Um, I'm going, I still don't mind the Saints D here. So I reckon they might give our boy uh, DeVito a hard time. So I'm going to go New Orleans to win and Kamara to get over, but that's not setting the world on fire at all. So that's just a little safe one for a game that I probably won't have, have a go at. Yeah, it's an average game. You know, it probably would be safe to stay away. I think the one that Rashid. Shahid is questionable, but he is limited in practice with his thigh, but he might be back. And uh, Alave was really quiet last week. He only had 28 yards. It's the lowest he's had since week five. Um, and he had a touchdown, which was great, but he does get a good matchup this week. So I think you can get on him because the two weeks before that, he went all well, the three weeks before that, he went for 94, 114 and 119. You'd think Derek Carr, and Chris Alave could link up a little bit more at home this week. Righto, let's move on. Stink again, that one. They've got a few good ones to finish. Texans playing the Titans. Texans, seven and six. Titans, five and eight. CJ Stroud has uh, not has not been cited at practice with the concussion, which would be concerning. Let me have a look at who their backup is because I haven't... Davis Mills. Don't mind him, actually. And then they take on the Titans, where I must say, Will Levis says he's questionable, but he's definitely not. He was pumped up. He was very impressive late, but he had 327 passing yards and DeAndre Hopkins and Derrick Henry really turned back the clock, didn't they? They got to work, uh, even though it wasn't on the ground for Derrick Henry. He, uh, he just got his two. Do you know Derrick Henry's had two touchdowns three weeks in a row? <laughs> He's gone for six for, hasn't he? He's going for eight and four weeks. I mean, that's a, something that maybe we should be looking at. Uh, it's, it's goal line and Henry and Hopkins... Hopkins has had a touchdown three of the last four weeks. It's a pretty simple game if they play well, isn't it? It is, mate. Yeah, they're two hot uh, hot players in form. Mate, that comeback from Tennessee last week was absolutely ridiculous. I turned it off. I turned it off. They were, what, down by 13 uh-huh. points with two minutes to go or something? Three I minutes to go. Absolutely I mate, outrageous. I had a mate that whacked them at the, um, at the line. And um, 
think the line was, uh, I don't know, but I think he took 13 and a half. So I think, that, I think it was 13 to 27, right? And the Titans got the ball with three minutes something to go, I think it was. And they had their timeouts, which was great coaching. And, mate, you just think, game over. The boys are home. The defense has been good. And, mate, they just, you know what the Titans did? They just got the ball. Levis just said, run deep, boys. And I'm just going to check it down to TyJ Spears. And, mate, he had 89 receiving yards as a running back. And they just chalked up 10, 20, 10, 5, 10. And they got to the goal line and just said, here you go, Derrick Henry. Run it in, son. Got it back. They went for two-point conversion. They convert. All of a sudden, they're down by six. And Tua, with, I don't think they put Tyreek Hill on the field. And when Tyreek Hill's not on the field, they stack the box. They're all good with one-on-one -on -one coverage, you know, the, the cornerback. And they get the ball back and then they win. It was unbelievable. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I couldn't believe Tyreek Hill wasn't on the field. I can't. I couldn't believe the, the defense that Miami were doing. I, I thought they would just blitz and just go for it because they were, you know, they played so safe. It was, they'd be kicking themselves, right? You know, that was a massive loss for them. They were looking for the one seed. Now they're back in the hunt. And if they don't win this week, they've got a tough draw home. So I was just really, really impressed by the Titans. And I'm going to back the Titans at home, right? I thought enough. I thought last week, that uh, CJ Stroud, if he's got a concussion, yeah, if he plays, he might play a bit, yeah, be that dip daisy after a concussion. And, you know, that that run day of Derrick Henry, I don't, it's a good matchup this week against Houston. So I like the Titans. I'm going to leave it there. What do you like? Yeah, mate, it'd be good to see um, CJ Stroud, if he does play, bounce back because that was his worst game of the season. I'll be interested to see what he's got because everything else this year has been um, A+. plus. If Stroud plays, I'm going Texans. If Mills plays, I'm going Titans. Love it. Cardinals are going to have a test coming up. They are playing the 49ers at home. And the 49ers, they get to play the Cardinals at home. I think that's a win. The indoor stadium. Can you imagine what Purdy's going to do to this team this week? I can't wait. I Can I just tell you about my bad beat? I've been thinking about it all week. I thought, do I bring it up? Yeah, I've got to bring it up. I, I had a multi and I shouldn't have done it. And I had McCaffrey for a touchdown. And I had Debo for a touchdown and I had everyone for yards that ticked. It was all ticked at half time. You saw everyone. They were at 100. McCaffrey scored on a 74 run, 74 bloody yard run to start the game. They've taken him off and they've whacked in little Jordan Mason. And Mason's just gone, fucking thanks for coming. And run, he's, he's had one, he's had, he's had his little carry on the goal line and got the tutty <laughs> off. Can you believe that? Yeah, and, I saw that. And then. I thought Debo Samuel deep ball bang you go tick later in the game they get to the one the one yard line first and goal he gives it to fucking Debo Samuel on a jet sweep and I needed guy Christian McCaffrey in fantasy in another league I couldn't believe it right I'll kick I'm not playing finals in three of my leagues and that was the only one that I should have I was I man I was like are you serious why would they not give it to him I mean Debo is the man they love him so. I wonder what they do this week. I feel like they owe Christian McCaffrey a couple, even though he's had plenty. I just thought they'd give him that one because he's, you know, he's been on a hot streak. But yeah, anyway, he's, he's, uh, every time I, <laughs> I've hardly got on him this year, mind you, and he's gone for one every week. But I reckon if there's a game to do it, let me just cast your mind back, everyone listening. The rant's over. He had 106 rushing yards and three touchdowns, all right, on the ground. And he had 71 receiving yards and a touchdown. So that was four against Arizona in week four. So he had four touchdowns and 170 yards combined. Does he do that again, Rat? Mate, 
Like he couldn't, could he? He just couldn't. Oh, there's a if there's a week to do it, it's this week. I honestly think it could be. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Look, I reckon if, if they're gonna go, they go hard and the floodgates really open. If it's gonna happen, it's gonna be this week. Really prop the boys up going into a big three weeks before the playoffs. Right, I want Let's do it. I, I yeah, the, the one that I do like, and 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 this is serious, but if Mitchell doesn't play, Mason to come on late and get a sneaky one just while they rest, I would not be surprised. But I, I think Cardinals are gonna have a yeah, they're gonna have a real tough day, and you know, you just I just can't wait to see what happens. So. Yep, you know what it is. It's Ayuk, it's Kittle, it's Debo, it's C-Mac, Purdy for 300, perfect rating. You know, I saw a stat, I think I saw a stat the other day, but it's something crazy, mate. But just, you know, the last, Purdy's last six games, he's gone for he's, he's gone for 365, 296, and so 296 and three touchdowns, 333, three touchdowns. 209 and one against the Seattle Seahawks. That was that was a shocking game for him on these standards. The next two, Philly, tough game, 314 passing yards, four touchdowns, no picks. And then last week, Seattle, 368, two touchdowns, one pick. And now he gets Arizona. Are you kidding me? This could be this could be 405. Unless McCaffrey runs them all in. I, I think this is a fill-up. Just get ready to load up on this game and pick every touchdown scorer. And don't do McCaffrey if he's going to be a dollar twenty-five. Right, oh, uh, the 49ers by about thirty in that one for me, right? And I'm being serious. I think they can win by thirty points. Yeah, mate. I reckon they win, but instead of going the margin, I reckon just pick Arizona to barely score. Like I'll go Arizona under ten points. I reckon that. I reckon. I reckon. You know why I'm scared of that? Why is that, Tommy? Seahawks scored sixteen last week. With a guy called um, Drew Lock, so yeah. I go to the week before that, and I'm pretty sure if I, my memory serves me correctly, no, they played the Eagles. Yeah, it's not a bad call. I just think that they might give up a couple of points just because they're you know late in the game, whatever. Rest the team. I just you know what I mean. They're up by that much, not a big issue. Um, but yeah, anyway, let's move on. Commanders. Off the bye, taking on the Rams, who really impressed me. I was super impressed with the way they played against the Ravens. You know, watched a lot of the snaps, thought they were competitive. Stafford had a real quiet start to the game, still finished with 294, three touchdowns. And now he goes up against the worst secondary probably in the league. This is this is screaming Rams for me. Unless the commanders have had an intervention and they're going to change the world this week at four and nine and on the road. Right. This screams Cooper Cup and Nakua. What do you think? Mate, it was so good to see Cooper back last week doing his thing. Eight receptions, 115 yards, one tutty and one called back as well, which really hurt. A couple weeks too late for myself and Big Welchie there in the fantasy football, but that's all right. Um, Yeah, you're right, mate. I want to see Cup go again. I'll be taking his receiving yards over uh, because I still reckon they're specced low after his month prior to last week. Um, I'm going to go Rams cup over. What do you got one, got one for our, yeah, love it. I, I love cup. I love, but the one guy that I want to give everyone an, under, you know, an update on is Demarcus Robinson. His last three weeks, he's had 60% snap share, 59% snap share and 86% snap share. And he had two touchdowns the last two weeks. And he's gone for over 45 yards receiving in both of those last two games. 
he gets a shocking secondary. And if you remember him when he used to be at the Chiefs, he is lightning quick. And I reckon he might be the one that can get out the back on this secondary. So just watch this space, Rat. If it's not him, it's too, too out well. I just think get on Stafford, two touchdowns in the air, a lot of yards, um, and how will be slinging the ball like he does because he's always behind. He's had 300 yards passing in four of his last six games, and he gets a secondary that just gave up a lot of yards. If you watch the game, that Lamar Jackson had one of his better passing games of the season. So really like this one, mate. Really like the Rams, and I really like passing yards. Get on the receivers for yards. Righto, we're flying through here. Not really. We've got three games to go. Massive game. Cowboys taking on the Bills. The Cowboys are 10 and 3. They need to win every game. The Bills are 7 and 6. The Bills need to win every game. This is probably game of the round for mine, I think. And one of the most important games, I reckon, for the Bills. They need to win this. But the Cowboys, I believe, and I've got a mate that I'm really close with that talk about the Cowboys. I want to see the Cowboys get it done on the road. They do it at home. Can they get it done on the road against a really good side? I think the Bills are a great side and it's going to be cold. Rat, what do you think happens here? Mate, I think the Bills got going last week and showed that they can beat some of the top dogs. So, And Allen is on fire, man. He, um, uh, what it, last week, 233, one touchdown, one pick, but also one rushing touchdown. 339 the game before, two tutties. 275 the week before, three tutties. I'm going to take the Bills at home. Um, as you said, going to be cold, not in the dome. I really like what I'm starting to see from the Bills here. They're just starting to get going and winning without their uh, star wide receiver in digs, um, having too much of an influence as well. So I'm going to jump on the Bills here, mate. What do you reckon? Yeah, I, I, I love the Dallas Cowboys. I love them. I, I can't tip against the Cowboys at the moment, but well, I, I'll leave result out of this. But if I'm going to pick someone, I reckon I'm going to. Oh, I, I reckon I'm going to take the Cowboys, um, because I just I just think it's their year, and I'm not going to get off them until they show me there's a reason to. But the player that I just haven't got on enough, Josh Allen. He has rushed a touchdown in every single game except for four this year. But let's exclude the first two weeks. He scored a touchdown in every week by two. It's it's crazy how he's just rushing the tutties in and we're not talking about it. Um, you know, I think he I think Stefan Diggs, this is a this is a huge game. Do you remember when his brother was tweeting, like, get him out of there and yeah. uh, and all that kind of stuff? Stefan Diggs, man, since he's had a do you remember when he had a go? I think I was on national TV with Benny Graham talking about how I'm a bit flat with Stefan Diggs because I really like him, how he was tweeting and carrying on. Man, he's done nothing since then. 34 yards against Denver week 10, 27 yards against New York Jets week 11, 74 against Philly. And by the way, everyone's getting yards against that team at the moment. He had a bye and then he comes out of the bye and has 24 receiving yards on 11 targets. Mind you, he's played some good defenses in there, but Dallas is just as good. They're gonna, he's gonna get Gilmore. I, I think oh, that's why I think the Dallas Cowboys get it done. I, I reckon they're a bit, unless unless Cook and Kincaid and Knox, you know, I just don't know. And Davis, I just think, yeah, Stefan Diggs has just been low, or maybe he has a big day at the office. What do you think with Stefan Diggs, mate? Because his line's probably like seventy at the moment. Yeah, I. I just don't think it, it'll it happen. Like, they've been moving him all over the field here, and we've seen the Bills have won without him uh, really stepping up. So I reckon they're just going to do the same thing. 
Um, everyone chip in a little bit. Alan do his thing on the goal line, probably rush another one in and they just get an arm wrestle done at home. It's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, I'm just going to tip Cowboys and Brandon Cooks didn't score last week, so I'm going to get on him. <laughs> you know what it's like. Yeah. Uh, okay. Two to go. Let's be quick. Ravens, Jags. Ravens had a hard fought. Well, Wallace with that touchdown to finish the game uh, in OT, was it? Were there? Just amazing, really. Just a punt return and ends the game. Just the, needed that win, the Ravens. They now won, got the one seed and they come up against the Jags, who I think are playing horrific um, defense. Their quarterback's on one leg. Uh, he threw for 253 and three touchdowns last week against Cleveland, which is a good defense, but he also threw three picks. Uh, I I think that this, you know, I, I got, I lost my money last week on Keaton Mitchell. I don't know why. I don't know why he didn't score, but he didn't. But it's because the Ravens just threw the ball, but Jacksonville's run day has been pretty poor. So I'm going to get on Keaton Mitchell. I know Gus Edwards gets goal on, but I think Keaton Mitchell looks explosive. Um, Gus Edwards last week, he only had, Six carries, Keaton had nine for 50 yards. I, I reckon this is a Keaton Mitchell game. I'm praying it is. And I'm going to tip the uh, the Ravens. And I reckon their defense will have a hard look at themselves and say, we need to tighten up because they gave up a lot of points last week. And lucky Lamar threw for 316 and three tutties and rushed for 70 yards. Otherwise, I reckon they lose that game. What do you think? Yeah, mate. Uh, well, Lawrence throwing for three picks last week does concern me. I reckon Baltimore win this. But they also gave up 300 yards to Matt Stafford last last week in the air. So I reckon Baltimore win, but I reckon it's going to be high scoring. And one guy I'm looking out for is Zay Jones. He's had an uh, interrupted season by injury. And before he got injured, looked like he was emerging um, above Calvin Ridley as wide receiver one, then went down and Kirk ended up taking the mantle there. But now that Kirk's out, Ridley's so sporadic. Zay Jones, I've just... I've watched the Jags games and he's had eight and 14 targets the last two weeks. It just hasn't clicked yet, but he's a big red zone target. And I just reckon he gets in and he hasn't got in. He hasn't, he's got in uh, round one and round five and hasn't got in since then. So he's, uh, he's overs in the market and I'm going to have a go at him there to get in, but I still reckon Baltimore will win this one. What do you Everything think? Yeah, love it, mate. I think you're right. He's a bit of a threat and he, he pays juicy as well. So I like the juice. But Evan Ingram's last two weeks since Kirk's gone down, Kirk Kirk went down on the first snap. He had he had 82 receiving yards, which is his second most of the year at that point, And he got his first touchdown. Then last week he had 12 targets, which was his most, for 11 catches, which was his most. And he went for 95 receiving yards, which is his most. And two touchdowns against Cleveland, which is big. This week gets an amber light matchup. But I think Evan Ingram is becoming his first look because Calvin Ridley is being, you know, he's, he's a gun and he's, you know, I think Calvin Ridley is just, unless he gets a good matchup, he's hard to, it's hard for him to get going and he gets a really tough matchup this week. So Evan Ingram or maybe your guy Jones are the two that I would be looking at. ETN's been looking pretty banged up. Um, you know, he's, 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 he's he hasn't rushed for more than 60 yards since week eight just as a fun fact. So you can't really trust him and he gets a bad matchup against Baltimore. I like Baltimore and I think if Lawrence is healthy enough, he'll be throwing the ball. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching the running back room get to work and Lamar might just take a rest with his arm this week because he hasn't thrown for 300 more than twice this year. That was a bit of an outlier, but he does get Jacksonville D who do allow points and likely was a very, very good player. I think Griffin Logue, and Jaden Stevenson had Lamar and likely combination, and it puts him into the top six. 
um, and knocked me and you and knocked you guys out. Really, just that too. So, um, yeah, man, I'm I'm looking forward to this game. I think the Ravens can get the chocolates here, and this is a big game for the Jags. Obviously, this one's at the Jags, so who knows? But it's prime time. It's twelve twenty at uh on Monday, Australian Eastern Standard Times. So I'll be I'll be won't be missing the snap of that one, rat. Uh, one to go, righto, Eagles, Seahawks at Seahawks. Eagles have lost, I think, two in a row. I think that's right. If you can correct me or not. That's two, mate. Two in a row. Two on the trot. Two in a row. So they're at home now. Their fans are very passionate. The one thing they've been saying, run the fucking damn ball. Well, they get an unbelievable matchup this week to run the damn ball. Their fans are passionate and their defense is banged up. And if there's a... There's a player that's been going pretty well. Um, DK Metcalf's last couple of weeks, you know, last five games have been pretty impressive. 98, 94, 32, 134, and 52. Um, he gets a good matchup this week. I think, he, you know, I think their defense has been given up a fair bit, but DK's scored five touchdowns in the last three weeks, uh, and he gets a green light. C.D. Lamb was pretty solid last week. Um, we know Debo Samuel was pretty explosive. He got the best of this defense. You'd think because D, because of the way I think DK handled himself last week, he'd want to respond. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching the Eagles respond, but I think it's at the Seahawks. This could be a danger game. Um, what do you think? I'm really torn here. Mate, uh, if the Eagles are fair income, they've just got to get this one done. I reckon they're going to be too good. They've got too much firepower. I don't reckon the Seahawks have enough on defense to really challenge them like they have been the last day. Uh, they have been challenged the last two weeks. I'm going to take Philly here, look for DeAndre Swift to get busy. And I reckon he'll do it both in the receiving and rushing yards. So I'm going to go for the uh, combo there, see what that line is within the last couple of weeks. It's been about between 80 and 90. So I'll have a go at that. And you got to have your stock standard tush push in there as well. So we'll go, go Hertzie to get over too. What do you reckon? Yeah, I love it, mate. I think Hertz is smart. If you, if you want to just get some stats up for the aces here, but he's scored a touchdown every single week bar four. It's been 14 weeks in the bias of 13. So yeah, he, he's, he's scoring a lot of touchdowns and he didn't score last week. And another fun fact, every week he hasn't scored, he has scored the next week. So I like that from you. He's been down. I think AJ Brown's been someone that let me down last week. He had, you know, I, I said he was good for a touchdown, but I should have taken yards. He had 94 receiving yards against a tough defense. He's had nine, 13, and 13 targets the last three weeks. I think he'll get another 13 this week. And I think Witherspoon might have got injured. Um, so that Dallas defense is a little bit banged up. So I think AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, they actually are good mates, I believe. And I reckon Philly on the road with D, with uh, Swift to get the ball um, and he'll be running. And when he runs, they generally win and he'll get over 70 if they do. So that's my last one, Rat. That's us done, mate. That's a big podcast. There's a lot going on this week. We've covered it. It's a it's a, it's a a unique year, I must say, as I talk to you now and we're talking a bit before we wrap it up, but there's a lot of new quarterbacks and a lot of players banged up and questionable. This is why we love the NFL, because anyone can win on any day. And fantasy, if you're in playoffs, well, there's a lot of decisions to be made if you've got some players that have got illnesses, sore thighs, sore hammies, return to practice. It's brilliant, isn't it? Right, it's so good. I can't wait. That's the thing that you're saying about all these quarterbacks. If you go from the start of the year, there's about 10 quarterbacks that are actually playing meaningful snaps in the NFL right now. It's absolutely cooked. Like you'd say, you just 
you're joking, aren't you? Like that matchup with uh, who is it? Mullins and Mullins and Browning is it this week? Mullins yeah. and Browning, Vikings yeah. versus Bengals. Mullins and Browning. You got Big Devito in there. It's just absolutely insane, and they're playing playing good minutes too. So, well, mate, can't, I can't wrap my head around it. Oh well, it gets you can't look no further than when we wake up tomorrow and we get to get Stick v O'Connell. I mean, seriously, like. Who you, you you just wouldn't even know who they play for, some of you uh, NFL fans. I can give you the tip. Anyway, mate, that's all I've got. Let's get our best bets up. Last week, me and Ads both uh, went 50% on our bets. We'll get them going. 50% is fine, but it's not a win when we're going for the big multi-jackpots. I think we calm down this week, right? Maybe I combine yours with mine and we get the big juicy one together. But let's try and get 100% for our listeners. There's a lot of value out there. There's a lot of good matchups. I think we can get them. Let's put them in. Send it to me on Sunday. Everyone listening, they'll be up Sunday night, hopefully earlier. But we try to leave it late because of the injury list and the, you know, the announcements coming out of Adam Schefter's mouth and everyone else. But uh like always, if you're looking for a pair of sunglasses, Rick's Eyewear, we've got our discount code ACES. Head to rickseyewear.com.au. If you get in, you want to get in before about the 18th, 20th, so you can avoid any dramas on Chrissy Day. Otherwise, hang around for the Boxing Day sale that'll be coming as well. That's pretty much it, Rat. I can't thank you enough, mate, as always. Um, congratulations on being a dad, not because I'm your son, because you've got a beautiful daughter and Daisy. And uh, yeah, No worries, my son. I appreciate your time, mate. And uh, yeah, let's hope the Bears get up this week. The Bears and Ravens could be a good little rat traino bet. I reckon that's a nice one. Yes, Tommy. Let's go. Let's go for the start. Oh, I thought you were wrapping up. He's, there, he's falling asleep. Thought, Dad, Dad's falling asleep. No, no. I thought, yeah, sorry, mate. I'm saying, no, I thought you were wrapping it up there, mate. Yes, hopefully. the. Oh, that's the thing, mate. On this last one with Fieldy, I don't know whether I want him to keep playing good or I don't know. If he keeps playing like this, they might keep him and draft someone else and then he'll go to shit once we don't draft Caleb Williams. So I'm really unsure there. Fields is going to be getting as much value as possible and they're going to leave him as a backup or they're going to trade him for anything, mate. He's not going to be there next year. That's my tip. All right, on air stop. We've been going for a bit too long now. Hopefully, everyone listening is still with us. Thank you for your support. We appreciate it. Week 15 NFL lookout, and we get the Sunday games, which is Christmas, and there's a lot of games coming up around Christmas as well. So big couple of weeks, and congratulations to everyone that's still playing in their fantasy championship uh, playoffs. Look forward to uh, speaking to you next week. Good luck, Rat. Take care. Good luck on the track tomorrow. See you soon. See you, brother. Yeah,